Welcome to one of Kathy Frey's Motherwise podcasts. Kathy is a best-selling maternity author and award-winning international maternity consultant. During her time as a midwife, she's caught hundreds of babies, so you're in good hands. Enjoy. Hi everybody, Kathy Frey here from Motherwise and welcome to another little live mini webinar. And today I'm going to talk to you about pharmaceutical pain relief for when you are in labor and giving birth. So that is um, quite typically with a first pregnancy particularly. It's like one of the things that women seem to want to know pretty quick smart on, on what those options are. And um, uh, as I say, this is just going to be a little um, mini overview today. And uh, I do do my um, longer, full-length, deep dive um, webinar with my Inner Circle Motherwise Masterclass group. And uh, you're most welcome to join us at any stage with that. And I'll put the link on at the bottom of this. Um, so I certainly have had women come into my clinic and uh, say, you know, the first thing practically out of their mouth is, right, just that you know I'll be wanting an epidural. And um, then, you know, seven months later or thereabouts, they quite often have changed their mind and they've given birth in the most incredibly beautiful, empowering, natural birth. So, um, but, let, but you know, absolutely pharmaceutical um, analgesia does have its place. So I just want to go over the, the main ones for you there. So basically, depending on where you are in the world, um, so the main things of choice are um, nitrous oxide gas, or what they call gas in air, or internox, it's all the same thing. Then we have opioids like uh, pethidine and morphine and uh, some other slightly stronger ones. And uh, then we also have, of course, the epidural. Okay, and that's pretty much it. And really, from a pharmaceutical point of view, considering how, you know, how, how far along we are in medical science, we really haven't done a lot for labor, to be honest. Um, you know, and yes, we will use epidurals, but you know, they're used commonly for lots of different kinds of surgeries and things. So, you know, it's not like they were just designed for childbirth. So there is nothing that's just been designed for childbirth. So just that's sort of something to bear in mind. Everything's being adapted, really. Okay, so firstly, gas in air or nitrous oxide. So that's laughing gas. And occasionally, as a midwife, you do see some women who get a bit giggly on it. But it's kind of rare, to be honest. And, um, and nitrous oxide really just takes off a little tiny bit of the labor. But sometimes that's all you need. Just that little tiny taking the edge off it and that's all you need. And when it's administered correctly, it can be, you know, it can provide some good assistance. But the thing with nitrous oxide is, is it takes almost a minute to, for it to build up in your system. So the, the key is getting the timing right. And as soon as you know a contraction's coming on, you need to suck on that mouthpiece as hard and long, as strong as you can until you sort of have done it for a good minute and you've got to the peak of that period and then you can really take it out of your mouth. It's not going to do a lot more. And it's a and one of the most useful things I think with nitrous is the fact that it's got a mouthpiece and you can kind of bite down on it, and uh, and that feels good. 
Um, and then you've got your opioids, um, which, as I say, it, um, it varies. Different countries use different opioids. But when you go to an antenatal class and they say to you, you shouldn't be using drugs during your labor because that's bad for the baby, this is the one they're talking about particularly because all opioids are a respiratory depressant. So we don't tend to use that if it looks like that baby could be born within the next couple of hours or so. And again, even then there's different policies on it. It really has its place for uh, in a situation, say, where a woman has um, had two or three nights of a labour induction and man, what she just needs is some sleep. And if she can just sleep through those latent contractions, she'll wake up probably established into good, strong labour. Or sometimes if you have a woman who arrives at birthing suite and she's really kind of stressed and anxious and losing the plot, really. And actually, once you do an internal, she's only three centimetres and she's got a long way to go. So that's kind of the times when those, when, when pethidine um, or morphine or the diamorphine is what's used um, in England. And that's actually heroin. So yeah, that's when the opioids are sort of have their place. And um, of course, the other one is epidurals. But actually, I think I'm going to make that next week because epidurals is kind of its own topic. And uh, so let's do that. We'll put that onto the next webinar because it's, I, I want, I'd like to go into it with a bit more detail than rushing it for you. So anyway, today we've just covered off nitrous oxide and opioids and nitrous oxide just a ps on that it really does not do any kind of harm to the baby or to the labor so it is actually quite great and you can use it also while you're in the pool so it, it's and it's very mobile you can walk around with it so um with the tank sort of following you so it is quite good in that way and another topic we will cover off in a future webinar will be the non-pharmaceutical um, ways to access pain management as well. Okay, so that's everything for today and I wish you all the best. We'll talk to you later. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Visit kathyfray.com for lots more free maternity information and downloads. Plus, you can order copies of Kathy's books, browse through her top recommended motherhood products and check out her popular support package options. kathyfray.com